Inside the Loop, episode 16. It's Friday, Friday, September 25th. And we're, we're chugging, man. We're still going. We are on episode 16. Never thought we'd make it this far, but I'm glad we have. But before we get into the nitty gritty, Paysafe Associates. How's the credit card swiping been going, Jared? Uh, you know, just been re- really running up the inside the loop bank account. The bank, yeah. I haven't checked the. Uh, don't check the balance. Don't check the balance. Don't check the balance. All right. Well, speaking of the balance, you might have to tune in to our guy Cole over at Paysafe Associates. Are your merchant services fees crushing your bottom line each month? Tired of paying excessive fees or eating into your profits? Let us stop you right there. It has been the craziest time for all businesses, but especially in the payment processing world, also known as merchant services. Let me cut through the hard to read statements and tell you what is really going on. If you're looking to add to your bottom line by only making one phone call, then you have found the place to get rid of your headaches. Reach out to Cole Langford at 713-805-2866 or at cole at paysafeassociates.com. If what I just said confused you, then here's an example. If you're a current business owner or a future business owner and you need help setting up a credit card provider, then you better hit up Cole's line. Cole has even said for every business owner that reaches out to him, Paysafe Associates will donate $10 to the Arbor School, which is the most comprehensive special needs education program in the Houston area. I think this is a no-brainer. You're saving money and you're helping out a great program. Again, contact Cole Langford at 713-805-2866 or at Cole at PaySafeAssociates.com. Jared, lay off the card, man. <laughs> we got to sell some merch before before we can before we start swiping again. And speaking of merch, the blue, the electric blue hats are in right now. They're electric They're blue dope. trucker hats. They honestly came out better than I like I, that. I thought they were going to come out. I could tell that they were going to come out well when the lady that handed me the box she she just had that look you know Rennell Rennell shout out Rennell honestly and I remember I called Tucker I got the hats and I called Tucker (laughs) yeah I was like Tucker they're so sick like they're so sick and what was your next question I said oh you already looked at them and I said, well, no. But the confidence... You go, no, that, I haven't opened it yet, but they're sick. The, the confidence <laughs> that the lady had giving me yeah. the product was... She was like... She was pumped? Yeah. She was like, these are cool. And you I think, was like, okay, you let's think go. She, you think she took one? Do you think she... Yeah. She made an extra yeah. one? Do you think they ever do that? Imagine working at one of those distributor companies and just being like, ah, oh, like... You know, they actually ordered 19 hats and just throwing in that extra one and just repping it. I think that... Oh, leave that one out of the wrapper. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. no, that one's for... That's the prototype. Yeah. You know, you, you could really get away like with some stuff like that. Like she's it as an example now to like her next client. Yeah. Like, oh, this is... You, this could, is... you could change that any which way, but they're they're really sick. Um, they are incredible. Buy uh, one. The way I just want to... The update is, is for... Really for... Uh, those people that that do want one or or have a question on how to get them just instagram us if you have our number text us if you have our instagram just direct message us for it and we will settle it that way um we're not fully developed into a a shopify or a shipping service um so we personally handle it right now um when that time comes when we're mass producing and and mass selling and and raking in the dough right then then we can we'll we'll start looking forward to that but if you're confused on how to get one dm us we're more than happy to to, we'll dm you right back 
and we also have the rope hat coming in next week. So I'm actually pumped. Is that confirmed from Rennell? Not confirmed, confirmed, but she said they're like a week out from when, when those were done. So okay. we're, we're coming up close to that. And I'm pumped to see those after the first ones came in. 100%. After the blue ones came in, it got me really excited to see what the rope hats will look like. So those, those are going to be navy with a, with a red rope across the front of the bill. Uh, those are going to sell lettering. like hotcakes. Yeah, they're going to pop. They, they definitely pop. So um, One thing that I like about not having a Shopify per se is shout out my boy Landry that I met today. But you get to meet. So pretty much it works. If you're in the Houston area, you'll probably, we'll probably meet up. So yeah. it's like a free meetup, yeah, you know, which is really cool. One, we don't want to pay for the extra shipping and have you pay for extra shipping right. if you're in the area. If you're in the area, we're just, and two, you get to, we have like a little meetup and yeah. I'll meet you, we'll meet you, say, hey, what up? Like literally like today we, we met Landry, who's super cool. And it's just like a cool experience to have that personal connection. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, LeBron James doesn't do that. You know, when you buy shoes, do, does LeBron James meet you at your doorstep? <laughs> don't think so. But no. another thing is buy our hats so that we can take one of the lucky guests we should do we should this is what we should do tuck we should do a special hat that has a chili's date on it and if you buy the special hat then you get to go to tuck do you get to go to chili's with me and tucker if you uh, live in the houston area let us know if you're yeah in the houston area let us know if you're interested in doing that well, yeah we, we'll sneak like a little like note and like the hat brim like the yeah the front of the hat brim uh, on the inside we'll we'll get yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, how cool we'll do is something that? Like that uh we also gotta be careful though, like that we don't get like a some random dude that just like stalks us, you know? Not that we're like worth stalking. Not that. But. Mm, do we have that? Uh, do we have a stalker fan? <laughs> speaking of speaking of random people and fan, aren't you? We gotta go pick up a keyboard after this. Yeah, random. So, um, thank you, Sloan. Hashtag. Thank you, also Dayglo. But I'm picking up a, uh, it's a, a Pi Mini. Uh, I think it's 13 key um, MIDI keyboard because, not because, well, one, me and Tucker, we're going on tour. So, um, <laughs> details, make to sure, um, details to come. Make sure you get your tickets for that. But personally, I was just like, dude, I want to start messing around. Music is so fun and it's, it's something that I love so much. And after talking through this interview with Sloan, yeah, I do was you think, Do you think our interview with Sloan? <laughs> help you make this purchase the, the interview with sloan helped me make this purchase because you'll hear how sloan started he was literally like i love music and so i just started looking up how to do it and and even listening through the entire interview you're not he he literally says like you don't need the billion dollar studio the the new up-and-coming guitar like all you need to do is like be creative and and let it let it eat and so i'm not saying that i'm going to be some professional whatever you know but i think it's going to be fun to mess around with and so i and so i'm gonna it's kind of like buying a skateboard you know like when when you buy a skateboard you're not like okay like i'm going to the bmx olympics and i'm gonna hit a triple ollie gainer like i'm the next tony Hawk. right it's like you buy you buy a skateboard to skate a little bit in the backyard because it's kind of fun you know like that's that's what i'm going for so i'm not yeah i'm not going to be doing the triple bypass off the 180 foot ramp the half pipe the half pipe yeah no that's not my goal my goal is you're saying you're not gonna like plug this keyboard in and have like a an epiphany and say holy cow i'm 
Like, I'm up there with Tame Impala. Well, okay. It's not that that's not going to happen, <laughs> but it's not that that is going to happen. I want to be somewhere in the middle. Okay, okay. Whatever that means. Right. Uh, are you worried that this keyboard guy is, like, profoundly, like, under the under the rug, like, the keyboard killer? I'm, I'm, I'm scared that this keyboard guy is Even though we're going kind to of tell me, this. like, a rock... You know, like I'm going to open it up when I get home because usually stuff like that happens when you're super excited about something. I'm scared that I'm going to open it up and it's going to be what, like, um, like, like mulch in there. That's why you have to open it. And and so I'm just going to be like, should we, should we bring this guy a hoodie and just give it to him? (laughs) Do we have a hoodie? No. Want to bring him a shirt? Sure. Giveaway shirt. Giveaway shirt. Speaking of giveaway shirts, we do have some some dry fit type shirts that we're about to uh, give away on Instagram. Uh, look forward to that. Another shout out for that. Uh, what's up with your? I know you wanted to to talk about your your tattoo career. Okay. We mentioned I, it on the podcast a little so, bit with some guests, but what what's been the latest? So my house right now that I currently live in in college has been it's been a, it's been an onslaught of things, but it's been a tattoo parlor, and, th- and this is just talking the last month. It's been a tattoo parlor. It's been um, a what's it called a dentistry place. It's I've been a dentist. Okay, so I've been a tattoo. It's been a tattoo parlor. It's been a place where you can get your teeth clean, cleaned, shaved down, um, and it's also been a, a haircut place, a salon. Um, it's been a church. It's been. Um, we also set up my bed and throw weighted balls into my mattress. So it's also been a workout facility. Basically, it's just a big room, and uh, I can go through all those. But I've got to call that a, like a rec center. Right? Yeah, it's a rec center. So so I've got a few shout outs. So shout out to my boy Ty Dalton for letting me use his body as a canvas. And that new smiley face. In tattoo? the last uh, in the last two weeks, I've given out I think four tattoos, stick and poke tattoos. Um, Ty Dalton is one. Uh, Donkey, our producer, <laughs> our what? Our research. Our fan. research guy yeah. um, has a tattoo. He can maybe we'll get him on here and have him explain it. I'm not going to explain it. I also tattooed a smiley face on my other roommate, um, and so the tattoo business is going well. It it really is. So are we profiting anything? It, are these? I get to profit by dying laughing that my friends let me tattoo things on them. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's actually insane. It's crazy. Speaking of tattoos, transitioning from tattoos, this interview that we have with Sloan, right? You got to stick around to the end to hear it. But Jared throw Jared and Sloan work out a little deal, a little bet, uh, where the wager is a tattoo, right? Work email, my bad. Uh, where Sloan doesn't really benefit anything, except maybe a laugh or two, right? Um, and I guess we benefit regard like it just depends on how you look at it. But Jared, the wager is is us getting a tattoo if Sloan does something, which right. we hope he does. Hundred percent, I hope he not does. because of what because of the tattoo, but it's it's his success. It's part of his success. So stick around, hear that. But other than that, the you interview know, as a whole. What about your tattoo? Oh, the one I'm getting? Yeah, let's hear it. So, also, another shout out, another future guest, Devin Smeltzer. Shout out. Um, dating back, and we can talk about it. I guess when he comes on, actually, when he comes on, it's either I'm fixing to get it or, or I'll You've already have it. You've just gotten it? 
maybe by the time he's here because I have to get it I'm getting it when he's here yeah so junior college era we always, always junior college talk like talking about getting tattoos getting tattoos you know? and doing like, steroids total yeah. junior college talk skipping and, class failing and so push comes to shove what three four years later Devin's hold me accountable to this you know and I've kind of forgotten but but Devin's been like no let's let's do it uh, so Devin Devin's gotten me on duty to, to reach out to my man Brian Kloss shout out to Brian Kloss graphic designer in Austin went to Baylor with him does a lot of great work Ranch Rider Spirits he's an artist for them uh, among other Austin establishments but we've hit Brian up to get to, to mock us up a tattoo and I don't know should I tell it right now up to you what I want or do we want to like reveal it when I get it up to you uh, completely up to you I'll release it when I get it, but hint wise, think hype beast sneakerhead. Okay, well, can I do, can I do the hints? If you want. Okay, think country. Um, think think um, Christian summer camp. Think um, think yeah, hype beast. Think think hype beast. Think Tucker. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll clean. I'll clean those words up a little bit. Think hype beast sneakerhead meets western cowboy, and then I'll, I'll I'll do the grand reveal whenever whenever Devin comes on or or whenever that. What that is time Devin comes. getting this too? I believe so, but not take out the hype beast part. <laughs> not confirmed. So same confirmed. tattoo, different different feel. Dip, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of detail that's different. Okay, but we've always talked about getting something similar. Okay. Um, just because he's like the Western cowboy style where I have a little bit of that in my wardrobe, but I also have the sneaker head in me. There's something wrong with us, Tucker, because most of our life and our relationships revolve around us becoming really good friends with somebody because we wager a tattoo on something that they do. Yeah. Like, I just like, we've got to be careful. We, at at the end of this podcast, we're 16 episodes in and I've already bet like eight Tattoos, maybe. If we get to episode 100, I'm just going to be, I'm going to look like, I don't know, like Lil Peep or like Rip, but like, Post I'm going to look like Post Malone. Yeah, they're going to be on my neck and stuff. Okay, so Sloan, the main guy, the main, the main, uh, the main man of the hour. So this has to be like one of the most interesting. There's such a deep I'm conversation. So out of, I'm so outside of the loop when it comes to the music industry. Right. I'm so surface level with it. Me and Tucker, yeah, that's what I was picking up. But Jared, I would say that you're way more into it as far as as personalities and artists. But when it comes to the creation of music and how to do it, that we we were just like blindsided by. Uh, No way. And I wouldn't say that Sloan, and he's even said it, that he's your everyday musician. Like he's been the epitome of like figuring it out. Right. You know, just from step one, like not knowing well, how to read it. music. You'll, hey, hey, they'll hear it. I know, but there's it's still like an interesting part. Like doesn't know how to, to read music, but look where he is. Yeah, and doesn't know how he he claims that he's like can't technically play any instruments. Yeah, which is hilarious. And like doesn't never call had him, a, never had a vocal lesson. Doesn't call himself an artist. Yeah, straight. Very so he's cool. Got, he's got like incredible insight on a lot of things. Very cool. And I mean, just he's got a very interesting angle of what the music industry is, can be, and what it what an artist is slash does. Yeah, he what what stuck out 
what stood out to me was he's a very deep thinker. You can see it in his face too. Like he's one of the guys when he's thinking, you can see that he's really, really thinking. But not only that, he's really good at putting those thoughts into words. And so it was one of those things where like he would answer a question and be discussing what he was thinking. And then after he was done, like sometimes I just didn't even know what to say. Oh, I was just like, and I think you said at one point you're like, and it wasn't even the best answer he had given because it was pretty early on in the podcast. But you're like, that was the deepest. It was answer that we've ever gotten. Right. And then he followed that up with many, many more thoughts. But yeah, that's I, just who I, he I really, is. I really, that's very cool. I'm afraid he didn't click to our personalities or your personality, which is totally fine. I think it I was think just he, a completely different dynamic. I think he enjoyed us, but yeah, I think it was. Definitely getting out of our comfort zone. Yeah, which is very good. And it turned out great. It was awesome. Uh, I just, like, wanted to keep talking about it and spoil it, but he is definitely worth a listen. Uh, Be ready to think. And be ready to to feel... Be ready to know stuff, because how often do you get an inside of the music industry, yeah. and how often do you get, a, like, an intellectual thinker that's deep and and explains these ideas that ye, I haven't even thought about? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I really it's appreciate, very interesting. I appreciate how honest he was, too. You could tell, like, he wasn't just, like, giving us words. He, he was saying stuff that he really meant, that he truly thought about, and truly, like, wrapped up in his head and, and explained it to us. So I really appreciate that. Um, before we before we wrap this up in a second, he did say he has new music coming out in the neck within the next five months because I asked him about the five month plan, and he's got a couple couple singles coming out, and he may or may not believe one is an absolute banger, and coming from him, it has to be a banger. We are literally, oh, we're screwed. We we are screwed. You're right. And you'll understand why. But we're literally like the insiders right now. That was cool, yeah. I didn't expect him to like kind of like, hey, like what's going on in five months? Like, oh, I got new music. Like, thanks for telling us that because yeah. now we get to share that with everybody. Literally. But I'm sure, hopefully, at least I was wondering when he was going to come out with more music. I'm so excited because he, one of these songs is probably going to be fire. Yeah. If they're gonna be fire, but one of them's gonna be fire, fire. Yeah, and we'll you reap the ben- we'll reap the benefits or <laughs> not the benefits. But all right, that's it. Wrapping it up now. We're gonna transition into Sloan. Here he is. All right, we're back. Episode sixteen. We're thankful for that. Sweet sixteen. Uh, can't believe we're actually here. Our guest is arguably top ten coolest people in the world right now. Jared, I know you're zapped. We've been talking about this for a while. Uh, we've had his name on the list for future guests that we want before we even recorded episode one. So this is awesome that we're here. Jared, what's swimming in your head? I don't even know, honestly. Um, I pretty much just want to get to the introduction, but literally because I just want to start talking. Okay. So just hit it. All right. <laughs> Our special guest today is taking the world by storm with his music. His career has taken off so well that he is in fact ranked the second most popular person from Alito, Texas, and not to mention he is currently ranked 17,644 most popular person worldwide according to FamousBirthdays.com. During Sloan's childhood, Very reliable. During Sloan's childhood, when the kids in Alito were learning how to win another another football state championship, 
Sloan was neck deep in free plugins and GarageBand making musical hits. After his Alito days, he found himself in Austin at the University of Texas to pursue his undergraduate degree. His first album, Fuzzy Brain, took the country by storm while he was enrolled in school, and it wasn't much longer until he was performing at places like South by Southwest, ACL, the UK, and even starting his first North American headline tour. He's currently still in Austin, making music and passing out good vibes on a daily basis. We're pleased to introduce y'all, the one and only Sloan Struble. What's up, man? What's up, everybody? Let's rock and roll. Yeah. Sloan, Sloan pulled up out of the car ready to go. And we also greeted him with like five people. And I, was, I know that was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we've broken the ice a little bit, but we like to break the ice a little bit more with a series of questions. And so I, straight off the bat, it's us three. In the band, <laughs> we're hanging. Squad's hungry. Did you say in a van? In the band. Oh, in the band. We're hungry. We want something to eat. I'm going on a food run. What's your What's your go-to order at Cabo Bob's? At Cabo Bob's? Um, to be honest, man, I haven't, like, been in a... W- and, and that's fine. If it's not... I, and this, I had this yeah. as a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not that, what are you picking? Your choice of food, where you want to go, and what are you getting? Yeah, okay, so Cabo Bob's... Um, just like a fish taco burrito a lot of people kind don't of know thing. That, like we we just had one open up in Houston. Yeah. And everybody that goes, are like, ah, like you know, it's good. I'm like, have you tried the fish? And I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't know that's a sleeper. It's yeah, this. yeah, it is good. Um, but if I were to choose, I eat a lot of Indian food. Really? I yeah. actually had Indian food the other night. Yeah. I, it was like a chicken tomato. Yeah. Uh, Tiki masala. It was probably that. And probably. it was like some saffron rice with it. Yeah. Um, and it was extraordinary. And I think half the people at the table didn't know it was Indian food until after. Yeah. And I think they were like caught by surprise. Because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, Indian food, like what? Like yeah. different tastes, but they're like, wow, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. We eat a lot of Indian food on tour. Um, it just is easy to please everyone. Is it like a mission to find like the Indian spot on, on the road? Yeah. Yeah, we've had quite a bit of Indian food. So what state um, has the best Indian food? Um, well, actually... <laughs> So, like, how Mexican food in Texas is, like, the thing. Hey. In, uh, in the UK, like, Indian, Indian food. food. really? Yeah. And so they have really good Indian food. Um, so so going wild there. In London, we just had, like, wow. really good um, Indian food. But not Indian food. But on that tour, I got, like, really bad food poisoning from some pho. So, Ooh, so fuzz yeah. out? Fuzz out for the rest of my life. Oh, I can't do it. It was that, did you have it was to, that bad. Did you have to yeah. push through or did you like cancel anything? Or did, I did you I push through? You pushed yeah, through, so really? We were the support act. We were uh, on tour with Hobo Johnson. And um, that's cool. You, can, you just can't like be like, okay, I'm not playing. If you're, so, like, did you have like yeah. a vomit bag like behind this, like um, on stage or something like that? Flu game. <laughs> no, yeah, this was yeah. your flu game. So, yeah, the, the last two shows. We had to play. Um, I was just terribly sick. I actually lost 15 pounds oh, by, t- wow. by the time I got back. Donkey needs um, to lose 60, apparently. So, wow. Yeah, That's just what go someone told him. He took London. it literally like he has to lose 60 pounds Jeez. in four weeks, which obviously is not true. Yeah. But just get sick. 50, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just get sick. Donkey, it'll, research it'll how to fast. lose 60 pounds. <laughs> yeah, but... Don't do that. Just kidding. But the, uh, the biggest crowd I've played in front of was in London... And I was just terribly sick, and like I had no food or energy, and How so I was you like, your performance though." Apparently, I it and was I, fine. Did you drink yeah. a bang? Do you ever drink those? <laughs> no, well, I do, I do, but you do? Uh, not not before what, that. What show. type? What type of yeah. what type of environment calls for a bang in your life? 
Uh, long drives. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think driving. I've never like. I don't know. I haven't before a show. Actually, I've, I've done like drink Red Bull, but um, I don't know. I try not to be like. Is it like? Is it like? Yeah. Is under it any more, type of spell. Is it more? Yeah. <laughs> is it more like sipping on a Red Bull, or is it like coming out of the bullpen, chug the Red Bull, let's go, type of thing? Five minutes before. Okay. Yeah. So okay. like. So it kind of kicks in more towards the middle, and so it gets you through yeah. the rest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. My next. My next question is: You've got a house party. Or you've got a friendly get together, uh, or you just you're just going to the the studio to record later. What outfit are you throwing on? And I say this because I love the fashion, Thank and you. I don't know if it's you know something that you try to do, um, and it's just like second nature. You're just like, no, this is like what I like. I don't think much about it, yeah. or you're like, no, like I have a, a style and I like try to look look for things in my style. Yeah, I th- I think I have a style. Most of it's just secondhand, like thrift store stuff. Yeah. Um, straight up, my mom shops for me mostly. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, she, we're wearing stuff all courtesy of my mother. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I guess the moms are in. So I don't know. Just that's really cool. So does she thrift? Like, does she? Yeah. And just she stuff? she's very um, yeah, just thrifty and and always has been. So she'll like buy furniture and flip it and sell it and so stuff. That's so. the most that's thrifty thing I've yeah. ever heard. So what what are some of your favorite places to like thrift? Like it could be not only in Austin, it could be it's probably never like in states or like maybe even in London, like where you're like, oh my gosh, like these clothes are actually super sick. I don't know if that's um, yeah, I don't know. We've like kind of gone like to thrift stores and stuff, but I don't know. I I think in like not big cities is the most fun you're you'll most likely find something yeah, weird honestly i was this was my freshman year of college i went to west virginia university when i was playing baseball where we the were, heck is that and we were playing in kansas and we were driving from i think kansas city to lawrence or manhattan we stopped in, uh, stopped in topeka which is the capital but it's not a very popping place there's not much going on and i got like a super rad like beach Hawaiian shirt in the mi- middle of the Midwest. But it was a, a great find. I was just yeah. testing to like what you just said with like yeah. a small town. It's because there's no demand for it. It's <laughs> yeah, like no, in, in big cities, everybody's thrifting. It's like, it's it's, it's going to be more expensive. Yeah. So. Yeah. The turnaround on the vintage stuff now is not cheap. Yeah. Walking to some places and it's, you know, it's like you're buying like a designer. We've shirt. driven. You, you, we drove to go get shoes. Remember when we drove like an hour ish to like yeah. a little shack to get some shoes? Yeah, I'm a big sneakerhead, and so there is like a resale shop that also does sneakers, and so yeah, Jerry was with me, and he was like, "Where are we? What are we?" Doing? It was yeah, I. Uh, we also, I also had a death attack because we had to pull over in the McDonald's and I had to use the restroom. Remember? <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up, but it's that's no, completely. No. I, I think I had food poisoning from McDonald's. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So my last, my last break the ice question is: You walk into the most heavenly music store that's known to man. You've got the very exact literal instruments that all the greats have played in their prime. They're not models, but literally the instrument they played. You're allowed to take one, pick one, take one, keep it with you, throw it on your wall, play with it, whatever it is for free. What are you walking out with? And who? Um, let's see. And if you don't want to spend, 
So you get like a like a buy one get one free. <laughs> you can get two or three. <laughs> okay. Um, man, I don't know. Like one of Paul McCartney's like Rickenbacker classic guitars. That'd be yeah. cool to have. Uh, this list is never ending. I, I guess yeah. Like, there's probably so many different things. Um, yeah, I'll just go with that. And <laughs> just save while time. we're on it, how many instruments do you play? Like that can that's like a pretty like vague questions, but like how yeah. many instruments like have your like fingers like touched? Oh. <laughs> like like can play. Um, I don't know, quite a few. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not trained in any sense. Um, I can't like read music or do anything. So, and I'm all self-taught. So technically, I really can't play anything. Um, but. <laughs> I don't know. Musical like expert say like you're like you're kind of I don't know. Would he say like you can't play music because you can't read it? I'm sure. Yeah, (laughs) that's honestly such a big flex. Yeah, it is because you're probably better than them. You know what I mean? It is. It's all subjective. Yeah, who knows? I've had my I don't have any like musical blood, uh, but my I guess my mom's half brother, my uncle. He learned piano, couldn't read it. It was all by like sound and like by watching people. And yeah. then I guess he just put it together. Didn't become anything, but like same thing. He couldn't read it. And I thought that was just like the wildest thing to just like hear it, see it, and just like put something together. I feel yeah. like every every cool person, artist, like has that not like that same thing, but it's just like, oh yeah, like I just like threw it together. Like I mean I could come up like like Tyler the Creator, you know, I could keep going, Frank Ocean. But like <laughs> I feel because it's you know like you're not in a box um quick transition yeah Sloan favorite Disney movie slash like recent movie you've watched maybe you don't watch movies <laughs> favorite Disney movie is Luck of the Irish okay yeah oh my gosh I do remember that that's one kind of, yeah. that's kind of like a, a sn- like a sneaky you know mm. like not very many people would say that those are like dude those older fave. ones are so good I don't did you ever watch a like late night Cartoon Network. Oh yeah, Courage Cowardly, Cowardly Dog. Weird, yeah. yeah, dude. I don't do you know, do I you, was remember, do you remember? But I was the, so gravitated towards. That what are the game. names? Yeah. It made me feel like oh, like I'm, I'm like a bad kid kind of. The um, the grandma and the grandpa. I've got them both. The what? The, for yeah, courage? for Courage, the Cowardly Dog. What about them? Yeah, what are their names? The the, the grandpa and the grandfather. Oh, oh the grandmother, grandfather. Eustid. Yeah, yeah Eustace. Eustace and. How'd you remember this? Yeah, I have no. That's crazy. Eustace and what is it? You want to take that or? No, yeah, I have no. What idea. is it? Muriel. Muriel. Eustace and Muriel. Yes. That is wild. Yes. This right. is the last name too. It's bag. Bag. This bag. This is bag. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like those create like. Is there like an underlying meaning behind all that, or is like just drugs? I, I, I actually watched a video on YouTube about it. Um, it was just like one of those like nitpicky cinema like YouTube channels. Yeah. And it was about that show, and it was really interesting. Where like the goal was like nothing in the show was like perfect. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever seen those videos online where it's like unsatisfying things, like like are mm-hmm. made to make you mm-hmm. unsatisfied? Yeah. Apparently, that was like their intention. Really? And then the, the last episode is like really trippy, um, and there's like this thing that like basically explains it that it's like you aren't 
perfect or something. That that kind of reminds me. Yeah, yeah, you should watch it. You should watch it. It's like imperfection and Courage Cowardly Dog. That that kind of reminds me of Rick and Morty. I don't know how much y'all watch Rick and Morty, but it's kind of like the anti-cartoon of like pushing the boundaries of like you know what like a cartoon like is and like the meaning behind it. But like these like literally children cartoons like have big time like something like that like like deeper meanings that like we just watch it you know to whatever. But there's. I guess it's for the adults that are being drugged into watching it with their kids. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. All right. I thought we broke the ice pretty well. That was actually a really good conversation. Uh, so transitioning to childhood and and you can, you know, pick up whatever age you want to, but you're from Alito. Mm-hmm. Parents, siblings, you have any brothers, sisters? I have two older brothers. Two older brothers. So yeah. Young gun. Yeah. Uh, what, what was that like being the younger brother? Oh, I, I wouldn't know anything different, you know? I mean, it was great. I Both my brothers are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all very different people. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it never really bothered me, like, being the youngest or yeah. something. I think we all just had our own ideas of what we wanted to be, so it wasn't like a younger brother complex where I felt like I was in my older brother's shoes or something. Right. Because we also went to different high schools, um, really? So that didn't uh, exist. Where all it was three? like, like everybody, uh, or they? No, them no, two them two. two did. But my oldest brother is nine years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, when he was my age, I was probably in like fifth grade. It's like you, yeah. you just kind of like, yeah, you know, there's this big age. It's like we're close now, but it's like you yeah, kind of can't. Yeah, now they're more like, both adults. Yeah, but like yeah. whenever he's like yeah. a high schooler driving. Probably had his first of alcohol. Year yeah. Why did you go to that? I don't know. It's like totally different points. <laughs> totally in like different each other. Like yeah. times in life. I, was, yeah. I have a I have a buddy who's oldest is 31, 32, and the youngest is fourteen. 13. Yeah, that's that's different. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's absurd. So when you were thirteen years old, what was the coolest thing to do in Alito, Texas? <laughs> What was the coolest thing ever? Yeah, like, did you have actually, a, <laughs> going off that? I was like, what? Like, what was the spot? Like, what? Where was the the rendezvous for the weekend? Our Any, spot, and, and you probably maybe you had your own spot or your yeah. own friends, but you know what? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say my opinion is probably not the most popular one, um, but. Yeah, I genuinely have no idea. There, there's really nothing going on. I mean, like, football is like, yeah. it, it's pretty wild how much it shapes the social culture of the entire city, no matter what age you are. Like, as, high school football is like the, so, the thing. So as you say that, our makeshift tripod, tripod is sitting on a stack of Friday Night Lights, the wow. sequel, yeah. the series. Wow. Uh, so... Based off that, is Alito kind of like that where it's like, you know, the Friday night. It's all a football the team. Town, the it's town players yeah. centralized around Yeah, m- multi-million dollar like like practice yeah. field for the high school football wow. team. I think the stadium sits like like an absurd amount. 20,000 like, or something. I think my and, college stadium sits like 2,000. <laughs> yeah, and, and people like would tailgate at high school games. Wow. It's just like. Yeah. Crazy, and I think Alito won state like eight years in a row yeah, or something. I was gonna like, say, they, it's, that's insane. It's crazy. So I was so pretty th- disconnected from that. It, so there was there just like a bunch of big like I don't know. I feel like those you hear about like Alito, Texas, and all those like huge guys. I don't know. I just feel like it was yeah. just like like crazy big um, people, and obviously like the football. Right. So our 
13-year-old hotspot was say, okay, we're going to say it on th- on three. Ready? One, two, three, the Meyerland Movie Theaters. Uh, what? You see, we, grew, we grew up in different parts of town now. Yeah, you're outside the loop. But we all went we we all went to the same movie theater. It'd be like sixty of us when yeah. we were like twelve or thirteen. There was like a gate there was a then you like run to different room, movie theaters. Marvel Slab ice cream shop. Yeah, Marvel Slab. Marvel Slab was like intimate though. Like if you were going to Marvel Slab, like this, it was going on. You know. Leave him alone. Like yeah, to, literally. To kiss him. <laughs> that's, um, that's straight up leave him alone. Uh, did you ever did your brothers ever like teach you anything? Like that that's kinda like stuck to you to this day? Hmm. Like a brotherly lesson. Let's see. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're both just dudes, and that's, so that's your way, of dudes. Yeah, dudes. yeah. Then like, I know what you're. Yeah, my you're the one that's closer to my age mm-hmm. um, is training to be a firefighter right now, and yeah. so. I know. Yeah, I, I live know. with I live with a firefighter, and I know exactly. Oh, like nice. That, cool. You know, that makeup. Yeah. So that's my brother. Um, I don't know. Yeah. They've just taught me to be a dude. So. <laughs> Both sides of the train track. Yeah. When you were growing up, were you a pest or were like you pretty like or you like a listener and like an observer and and kind of took in things around you um, to educate yourself? Yeah, it just depends on the age, I guess. I feel like just being the youngest child, like you kind of have this attention thing. And so um, I kind of, that mixed with feeling like my interests and what I did was different than everyone around me. It was just kind of this weird like desire for attention and to be understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that made me a good listener because it's just like a response to that is like, well, I want to listen and understand like how other people feel so then I can like explain myself. But then again, I probably was a pest and like wanting attention sometimes. So I don't know. It just depends on the age. Yeah, it was probably the deepest answer we've ever got. Like, no, I mean, this is, uh, that was, this is textbook. That was right? a great that's, answer. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, how old were you? Or like, at what point did your, you know, your hands pick up an instrument? Uh, when I was 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was 10, I got guitar lessons at my church. Um, and... Well, so a series of events. Mm-hmm. I was playing lots of Guitar Hero. That was like a new oh thing. Oh my God, yeah. Guitar Hero 3. What level did we get yeah. to? Guitar Hero 3. Uh, we, I mean, I don't know, just the highest. Were we expert? Yeah. What's, expert. what's the song? That, like, um, Through the Fire and the Flames. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Got you. Um, was playing a lot of that, and I was like, I should learn real guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just didn't translate from like playing Guitar Hero and the feeling that gave me. So like learning worship songs. Yeah. So I was like, I want to learn some rock and roll. So I sat down the guitar, played more Guitar Hero, <laughs> took a couple of years, and then just started learning on YouTube. Cool. Um, what I thought was more rock and roll, but it was like Switchfoot Reliant K. So mm-hmm. it's still Christian rock. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You found the medium. The yeah. Medium. Yeah. I I played Guitar Hero. Never got as far as as learning how to play, but I did get as far as going to a guitar shop. And getting a, a guitar and for some reason I think I was probably like 10 11 and young tuck wanted a, a flying V like the, a guitar that's what you want yeah, yeah. yeah. and and I think like now that I look at it like what a terrible first guitar option <laughs> yeah. to learn. pretty bad yeah. <laughs> like it was I think it was more of like a room decoration you know I mean yeah, yeah when you're 12 that's the coolest that's thing cool, ever yeah. to have that like slash rock star feel guitar yeah 
and so when you yeah when you started playing like was there did it click immediately and you're like yeah like, I want to do this or did it take that time to be like yeah I do like this um well so a detail I kind of left out is my cousin showed me Garage Band around the same time I started guitar lessons um, and so. Yeah, I just kind of started learning how to build songs through loops and like Apple loops and like making beats and stuff. Yeah. Which it's pretty impressive that like we have the tools to be able to do that without knowing anything musical. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of got obsessed with that and reached the point where like I knew all the loops and like I'd run out. And so I was like, well, I have to learn instruments if I want to make music. And so I've never really had like, like, oh my gosh, like I love the guitar kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, I would say my main love is just like production and uh, making an entire song. Um, so, yeah. so when did you start? Like, what age? Like, okay, so you said like ten ish, like twelve area. Yeah. Um, when did you start like singing? When did you start having to be like, okay, like I'm gonna have to like sing on like I have the the whatever the the track I have like the sounds, but like when did like the voice come in? <laughs> yeah, at, at first. I didn't really like want to. Um, I just was making like EDM music, you know, yeah. like I was interested in, yeah, how to make that kind of stuff. And so, I don't know, maybe like 14, I started listening to like Connor Oberst, Bright Eyes, like that whole singer songwriter thing. Um, and started to sing with like a slight British accent as a 14 year old. And then it's like, like you know, I just kind of like find your voice and that kind of thing. So just like a trial and error. Yeah, yeah. And then and then throughout high school, I um, was like in the worship band at my uh, church, mm -hmm. and so that was like my main performance and uh, singing like gateway. Did you have any uh, like singing lessons per se? No, no. Yeah. So I'm not trained. Um, I, I, it would probably help me a lot, but both my parents were singers. Um, okay, like, so like cool. they sang in church and they like actually met via this like country music show thing. Really? It's, it's okay. a, yeah, it's a long story, but, um, yeah, so they were both singers and so it's like kind of in my blood, whatever that means, but <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. Uh, so I guess what made you, I mean, I guess guitar here, but like, was there a specific <laughs> time? Where like you were levitated to music, like oh, like, this is awesome, or it was just like over like playing guitar here over and over again. And you're like ah, like I love this, like this is fun, like this is I like listening to music. Yeah, uh, I think it's ultimately yeah, liking listening to music that really got like the obsession started. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just the ability to create something that's so emotionally fueled was like really therapeutic for me and still is. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of like I talked about earlier, like wanting to feel understood and like music's the easiest way to do that. And so, um, because all it is is emotionally fueled yeah. um, with most songs, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it just became a tool for me to explain myself to other people, but also like to myself. Cause like a lot of times, like with songs, I'll just like have this thing. I just like, can't even like explain. And then once I write a song, it just disappears. It's not like the song explained it, but it's just yeah. like, like I just, yeah, when people are like, I need to get this song out of me or something. Like <laughs> I, I know the feeling it's, it's weird, but. That's yeah. amazing. I, 
so the wedding that I was talking about with Cade, uh, the guy that got married, Thomas, is an is an artist too. Yeah, uh, I, I love his hey, music. Hey, watch and, toes. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, name dropping. Uh, and it'd be there'd be times where it's like one, two in the morning, and you know Thomas is in there putting lyrics together. I still putting, see the shadow. Putting <laughs> putting the lyrics to the chords and everything, and and he's very wise. Like his words are very wise, and he. I, people say it all the time he's wiser than his age and just you explaining like your emotions and like kind of you know settling an emotion that you can't really speak but like once you make a song you're like okay like, I feel like that that went away yeah Thomas I've always wondered like because he everything to him is like emotionally attached I feel like mm-hmm. whether it's about him or whether he like puts himself in someone else's shoes and sings about it so yeah I think that was always interesting and I mean I gravitate towards it because it just you know it tells a story yeah yeah, it's kind of a mix of being like hyper inspired and like hyper like sensitive to where like if I really let myself, I could like just find meaning out mm-hmm. of anything, which is like a blessing and a curse. Because sometimes it's like I wish I didn't care. You know, it's like yeah. why did that actually doesn't matter. Right. But I don't know. That's just a thing that musicians seem to have. So have you ever been like at like Taco Bell or something and been like, like oh my god, like and had like an idea and just been like, this is like what I need to, I don't know. See, it doesn't even make sense to my brain, obviously, because Ed, like I'm not like musically talented at all. So, are you ever like somewhere or like in an environment where you're just like, oh my god, like this was a great idea for like a lyric or a song or like this is what I wanted to sound like or one of my old songs, like this is what I need to change and like just like get up, like like guys, like gotta go, like gotta go work on this, like. Vibe, you know what I mean? Does that does I that make do sense? I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know if that's, that could be hard to follow. I think that uh, very well could happen. It okay. hasn't happened before, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm very critical of the things that I make. Okay. So. It, it, this this might be fast forwarding a little bit, but when you're like creating an album and like going through like I'm kind of like the initial predetermined whatever like are you going for a certain like vibe are you going for a certain feeling or are you just like kind of going you know what I mean does I don't know if that makes sense yes I definitely go for a vibe okay yeah um yeah. as cliche as that sounds but um yeah I'm I mean my goal is like if I'm experiencing these things and like you feel like when I listen to music that it can like explain what I'm feeling then like if I can do that for other people, that's awesome. So I just want to be conscious. If that's true, then like if I'm helping people process things in a positive way, because um, I think there's a lot of music that does uh, the opposite. Like nowadays. the two C slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, Jared. That was a little fast forward because we, we are. Yeah, gonna, we just, are going to dive I just, into that. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just but, had to. Uh, this question is more directed, and you take the you answer this how you want. Uh, did you enjoy high school? Because we're moving on chronologically. Did you enjoy high school or was it like the complete opposite? And if there were some battles there, you know, what were they? And like, how have they shaped you to who you are today? Yeah, I I try not to complain. Um, so it's a good I, I, I don't know. Like, I did enjoy high school. Um, in a lot of ways, I think I didn't. Um, Cause yeah, I just felt pretty isolated. I, I went to like a small private school, um, and 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely like was just going through things personally. Mm -hmm. So it's not like everyone like bullied me or something, right. but I just completely had different interests and things going on. And um, I don't know, it was just a weird time where I spent every day just like practically just me and Logic Pro X just figuring out like how to record stuff. And so um, in a way, I really enjoyed that and I'm thankful for it because yeah. like it's the way things go, yeah. you know? Um, so I don't know. High school is just weird. It is. Literally <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's, you know, you really like it or it was just like, like yeah. you look back and you're like, that sucked. I, that was weird. Like, I, I think it's just like a time, like the age. It's just like you're so... You think you're mature, and you, you, you think you figured it out, and like, man, it's like a rude awakening. Like, you get to college, yeah. and you're an adult, and you're like, wow, I really knew nothing back then. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always weird when someone's like, I loved high school. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Go, following off that, when did music start to pick up at that age? Like, when, when was it, like, a thing where you said, like, you every day, it was, like, spending time doing it. Um, but like compiling music, making songs, completing songs, making an album. When did that start to like really, really go into effect? Yeah. Did you, um, did you throw like a, a concert in high school? You know what I mean? Like, did you have like a, did that happen? A couple. Yeah. Well, so like most of my like friends and stuff came through church and like, mm -hmm. uh, playing music at church. And so kind of, there were a couple times where I'd be like, yeah, having like a house show or something. And. Um, like those kind of people would show up, but not really like from school or something. Um, yeah, I guess music started picking up. Like I've, like I was making songs I liked like junior year or something. Um, but I still even now struggle to be like, yeah, I'm an artist. Like, I don't really know what that means, <laughs> but I definitely in high school was not like, like, I think people would say, like, oh, I was, like, the creative guy or, like, the guy that would, like, say something, like, deep or something. Uh, but I definitely wasn't, like, yeah, I am an artist. Um, I just always felt like I wasn't there yet. Right. And I still still yeah. feel like that. So yeah. Do you um, think that day is going to come? I don't know. I, I kind of <laughs> hope not because it's just, like, it's a humbling thing or it's, yeah. like, you know, artists are just people. So it's, like, I, I don't know what... Is so different, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I liked my music starting when I was like junior in high school. That's awesome. I appreciate you saying that too, because when we were talking about the podcast earlier and just like why we did it, um, there's like an underlying inspiration to this. Like why we do it is like, and why we want to get people in different professions is show people that like, like Sloan's just a regular guy. Like yeah. you're saying, like I'm, I'm a person like, you know, I make music. Like, that's just like what I do. That's what my talent is. That's what my God given ability is. Yeah. Um, a football player that we had on, like he grew up probably differently, but like he, no, he wasn't on a pedestal or anything. Like he, we did everything and we had to earn everything we have. So I appreciate you saying that. Just being like, yeah. humble about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cause being an artist is just being a character. Cause like think of the most, I don't know, profound artist in the world or something would be like Cardi David B. Bowie. No, I'm kidding. David Bowie, I don't know. Like he's like a person that's like he is an artist. Like wow, like yeah. he's so creative. And like he was in characters. Like that was his thing. It's yeah. like he would play characters. So at the end of the day, it's just a guy playing characters. But it's just this weird mind warp where somehow ego can become like this thing. But it it was actually just like 
a person named David Bowie who was like, I think it might have actually not even been his real name, but I don't know too much about him. But <laughs> Fact check. Um, donkey on it. Yeah. That's um, cool. You know what I like about music too, thinking about this and being sports background, you know how you have the, the dumb, like greatest of all time, you know, arguments. The go. But music, there's so many different genres and like there's genres that are like still being created today in like their own right like you can't really like pick out an artist and be like he's the greatest of all time like there's a platform where like there's the greats but you can't be like you mm-hmm. know this person is better than that person like you can't do that because like they're their so, own person and like their own type of contradictory you know, to what Tucker just said Sloan, that's how I that's an who, opinion that's a hot just, take for me Sloan are some of your goats like maybe like top five mm-hmm. um let's see we're just like Top five. You're just like, these guys are awesome. Um, well, quick statement about artists. Because I do it. agree Dude, you with can, you. You can I was, hit me with like, You can push me back. This was a deep thought I had um, the other day. I was like on a hike, and I was talking to one of my friends who's very much just like this way, just like talking about artists and stuff. He is, yeah. Um, anyways, and I was thinking like, what an artist is, is like a singular term. So you think of like, I don't know, Picasso, and like he's an artist and you see his artwork. Mm -hmm. But like music, most of the time, they are like a entertainer. So like they're a singer. So like Drake has an artist profile, but that's not actually Drake's art. It's like a team of people's art. And so I think greatest artist of all time, it's like, like Frank Sinatra was a great singer, but yeah. like he didn't like write or like perform most of the yeah. stuff. So it's not like it's a great point. Like huh. a mastered song is like actually a artist's artwork, except for a few people. So yeah, Jeff Lynne, Electric Light Orchestra. I um, was going to. I was thinking about ELO yeah. when you were in London. Yeah. Did you listen to Last Train to London when you were in London? I did not. Oh, but, wow. um, that's the first thing I want to do. So <laughs> something people don't know about Jeff Lynne is like. He was like playing every instrument, performing and writing stuff in the 70s. So like that's so ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. He was really creative. So he's a goat. Great. Kevin Parker, Tame Impala. Um, okay, great. that was gonna come up. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, Paul, John, George, and Ringo, I guess, the Beatles. Yeah. Um, they're the goat um, all together. Um, in that order too. Um, <laughs> so and I don't know. The last maybe B. Jeez, uh, I'd say Whitney Houston. Okay. Whitney Houston was a very, very incredible uh, performer. Um, do you want to hear something that's going to absolutely toot your Thank, horn? Hold on. Thanks for the kind push. Hey. Hey. Hold on. Appreciate it. That, that humbled me. Uh, I'm, I'm educated now. <laughs> I'm so, I feel so educated. Sloan, listen to this. So we were listening to your album on the way up here, and um, it was me and Donkey, and I played um, Dear Friend, and the song started and finished, and Donkey goes, man, I love the Beatles. I love Beatles vibe to it. And so I was just like, 
I do love the Beatles too. I didn't know if he knew that was who was <laughs> singing. Like, that was like a comment aside of like the song. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if he was saying I love the Beatles. <laughs> Just that song was the Beatles, but he that's what he did mean. Yeah. So I, I guess that's the best compliment. At like pretty much ever. I, I don't yeah, know. That's like, a compliment I was looking for. That, so, that's a thank great you. that is a great compliment. Yeah. Donkey, did we find David Bowie's real name? Yeah, it actually changed his name from David Jones to J- David Bowie. David okay. David Robert Jones, David Robert yeah. Jones yeah, is his original name. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. When was he born? Uh, let's see. <laughs> this is oh, slow. Yeah. This is his first day on the you job. You think he knows about Wikipedia? <laughs> nice. this, this is, do you, hey, do you know sure. Wikipedia? <laughs> Okay. Uh, I lost Jody. Any questions? While I read this. Um, what type of music do you listen to? Just like in the car. Um, just depends on the day. Yeah. Um, was listening to some Doctor Dog on the way here. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're naming some artists that like I don't know, but my Spotify remember, is gonna be. Yeah. Remember them. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Yeah, it just depends on the day. Most, like, most of this stuff tends to be from 70s and 80s. Okay. Um, do you ever listen to your own stuff? Uh, not in a non-critical way, no. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it, like, non-critical way as in... Like, outside the studio in the car, no? Or... Because you probably listen to it on repeat over. You can take it. If uh, you no, no, no. Uh, I'm good. You listen to it on like repeat in the studio, like you know. Yes. Trying yeah. to modify things and like yeah. that's how it is with, uh, you know, like whenever I'm making videos, uh, for work or, you know, just doing this. Like, I listen to the whole freaking. I'm doing the podcast now. I listen to the podcast now. Like, I really don't have any interest to listen to it again because I've listened to it so much. I don't know if that's outside of the studio for you. Yeah, well, I mix my own music, so that's something most artists don't do, and that just becomes a very meticulous process where, um, yeah, it's just very a lot of like details, mm-hmm. and um, I just kind of have the ear for that. So once I'm done with a record, um, I just really can't listen to it. Um, yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of getting there right now with with my new one. So on on topic of like making music, what was the biggest learning curve? Is there a specific point in time where like you got the gist of like software and like making music and like hearing things and putting things together? Was like there a specific time or like year where you're like okay, like I really feel like I've taken it to the next level as far as production? Um Oh man. Well, kind of kind of like a gradual just kinda like like, better and better and better. Yeah, kind of like I said with uh Playing music, I really don't know if I know what I'm doing. Um, like I kind of just works like, for you, man. Like it works yeah, for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I have like access to more gear now, which makes shortcuts. But yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, I don't really know if anyone knows what they're doing. But I think I've gotten more comfortable with like giving advice to someone else or something. Um, but yeah, there's no like one way of doing anything. So, um, so what what software are you using right now? Are you still in Logic? Uh, yeah, yeah. So my, I run in Logic. Yeah. Okay. That, so Fuzzy Brain was made on Logic. Yes. 
That's so cool. Uh, so was my prom song, by the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we'll show you that one later. Yeah, yeah. That, whatever. Yeah, so Fuzzy Brain, I didn't have any, like, outboard or, like, external gear. Um, or had bought, I don't think, um, any plugins. So everything that's in Logic... Was, is straight... So there's no, like, copyright or stuff like that. It was just all straight from Logic? Like all the sounds and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So Logic is a digital audio workspace. So like think of it as a canvas. Okay. So like you can get a lot of different things. So like when you're in a studio, they're probably running something mm -hmm. like Logic, but like the audio is being like run through a different okay. like thing, like a Neve like uh, mixing board, which is like... Mm -hmm very expensive and uh so things can get different but with logic i like just running straight into logic and using what logic had yeah um which most people just think like you can't do and those are the kind of people that probably listen to that and be like oh it was made in logic but i don't know you know it's like Definitely not me. yeah so talking about plugins and the first for music noobs plugins are like sounds or what like what by definition. Yeah. Um, what's up, music noobs? Um, so, Nerds. yeah, plugins are. Jeez, um, I don't even know how to explain in a really simple way. Kind of like uh, a filter on a photo, okay. kind of. Yeah, it's like taking audio and um, affecting it in certain ways. So, there's things that are more um, necessary and crucial for having like a certain clean tone. Okay. It's like compressors, EQs, things like that, but then there's also effects. So those are more obvious to like yeah. any ear. Um, but I don't know, that's kind no, of the simplest that. way. No, 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 thank you. Uh, and so I think, I forgot what video I was watching of you talking about putting things together and you know free plugins like you were saying um and correct me if I anything I say is wrong but like when you were using free plugins and I guess you can buy some too is that a thing can you buy plugins oh yeah so yeah oh my gosh so I guess using what you have and making that work is something like I appreciate like just making it work you know whatever like it might not seem right to other people mm -hmm. but like I the the thought of like you know, oh, I have to buy this plugin because it'll make my music better. Yeah. And like, I'm not even music, but I'm like, I don't know if I agree with that. Mm -hmm. like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like yeah. being resourceful, man. Like, just like use what you have and like, you know, be the, creative. The tripod? Yeah, the yeah. tripod. Like, yeah, I had to make it work. It's for real though, but like, there's probably a dude like who has a tripod that's still planning to record his podcast, you know, like hey. you're doing it, you know? Yeah. So like, I think you could hand you know, Jimi Hendrix, the worst guitar in the world, and he could play it great. But I'm, there is so many dudes I've met that there's just like, I don't know, with anything, it doesn't have to be music, but yeah. there's just this lie where like gear or stuff is going to make you better at a skill yeah. when it never really does. Um, there are computers that can write songs, but like, you know, you got to be a person with confidence in what you're doing and yeah. like drive. 
You know what that situation reminds me of? It re- reminds me of um, the good old story of Sammy Sosa hitting acorns with sticks, um, and then he turned out to be like the greatest hitter of all time. My whole That's life, kind of what it was I, like the the equivalent to like baseball with yeah that exactly what you said was exactly is, like baseball. Is coaches always told me it's the Indian, not the arrow, and it's not it's not their special sharper arrow it's you know the skill is within the person it's not like your new bat it's not your new glove that's making yeah. you, you know play well it's like mm-hmm. it's you that's that's all it is yeah um okay so before you started making music the way you listen to it did you so like the way i listen to music it's like i want to think i'm not i don't listen to it as deeply as you or like i'm not like i'm not hearing elements and like kind of separating them in my mind and hearing what's going well. I'm just like, oh, Tucker's sounds- song, favorite song also right now is The WAP, so. No. <laughs> so I know, like, I don't feel like we listen to music to I'm just like, oh, this sounds great. You know, like, oh, I'm gonna keep listening to this because I really enjoy it. And then over time, I'll learn the, li- learn the lyrics. Um, before you started making music, were you hearing things differently? Like, were you listening to different sounds and stuff and elaborate as you? Um, yes, I mean, it's it's, very heightened now, mm-hmm. but I was obsessed with uh, just listening to details, and it was more like I'll find things still today, and I'm like, that's how they do it. And so I'm just obsessed with um, audio engineering. I don't know. And going off that, do you hear any other, like music that other people make? And hear something that you're not used to, or that that's different. And you're like, oh, like what is that? Like I want to implement that, or are you like, yeah. oh, I love that, and that gives you like a like a creative motivation to like find a new sound that someone else hasn't made. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm just hypersensitive to like when I'm listening to music. The moment like uh, something makes me feel something, I'll be like, what was that? What element was it? Because. Um, yeah, it's all it's all manipulative. Music is all manipulative. Yeah. It's like uh, you're using certain tools and like weird things, like with frequency, um, yeah, that our brain so reacts weird. to. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like there's um, this is insane. I, I don't know if you know like 432 hertz. Does anyone know what that we is? We were talking about yeah. this. Yeah. Okay, when yeah. you listen. When you listen in 432, it makes you feel better and it sounds better, right? Or is that, or is it the, like 440 or something. Yeah. And like all the streaming services, like Apple Music and Spotify are all higher frequency or whatever. Yeah. And so you can like look up on YouTube, like a bunch of like the lower frequency, like 432, and it like sounds better. It makes you, f- and it's crazy. Like mm-hmm. it's clearer and it sounds better and it's, yeah. it's, you could probably explain it a lot better than I, sorry, I cut you off, but it just, that, you saying that like fired me up because we were, we were literally just doing that. Yeah, well, I'll pitch and uh, like any higher sound or lower sound is actually translated in frequency. So um, yeah, there's things that our brain reacts to. And like makes us feel certain ways, um, yeah. Are you do you listen actively listen in like four thirty two? No, you, uh, no, you know? no. I think part of it is like placebo, <laughs> but it's like an example of um, yeah. It's just cool. Our brains to say, are weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really it's like trendy. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody. I feel like if I if I was in a thrift store and somebody came up to me, I'd tell them I was listening in four thirty two. Don't know what that means. <laughs> um, well, for. I wrote this down because I just want to compliment 
just like the skill you have and like watching those videos and like Thank you. taking, you know, different sounds, different riffs, looping them and putting them together and just like doing that and making them sound good. I think that's awesome. I think that in itself is like the most impressive thing, you know, someone can do. That's me. I'm just playing tummy sticks with you. Like, yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Um, but what, cause you make it look easy. So my question follows up with what's the hardest thing about making music? Or it could be more directed, like what is something that you, not as a, as a musical artist in a whole, but like maybe there's one thing that you struggle with more than someone else. Yeah, yeah, it just depends on um, the person. Mm-hmm. And like, there's just a lot of levels of, from when a song's idea is conceptualized to when it gets on to Spotify. So like, there's just a lot of different levels of music that most people take on individually and I'm in a situation where I do it myself so um, that puts different challenges in my hands um, which I enjoy doing um, and having that creative control but I would say the hardest part is just like uh, letting go like and being like yeah like this is good to go um, oh wait, like maybe like there's like a afraid maybe like uh, like I could have done this better yeah yeah well it's mostly just like after you let go mixing notes yeah. yeah and so just thinking I don't know I'm a perfectionist in that way but um, yeah, I'd say the hardest part is just feeling like I'm making a respectable amount and quality of art where this is going to be received as yeah. cool and noteworthy um yeah, it's always easy to think someone else is doing something cooler than you. So, so going off of that, with Fuzzy Brain, this is kind of the um, this is kind of like a Reddit sort of like like I don't know what type of question this is. So with Fuzzy Brain, did you know? Did you want? There's this is like going to be like a few part question. I'm just going to ask all the questions and you can answer whatever you want. So with Fuzzy Brain, um, did you know you wanted ten songs slash? Um, did you make like 20 songs and cut those down to like the 10 you wanted slash are there any unreleased bangers? <laughs> um, There's always unreleased bangers. Yeah, yeah. So Fuzzy Brain was not from the beginning conceptualized as a uh, album. Okay. So it was more like I have these songs and they all kind of fit. I'll release them don't know what's going to happen. Um, so I actually initially released it as eight songs independently and then re-released the uh, last two, Nicknames and Listerine, um, with a label. Okay. So the original album just had eight songs um, and ended on Junior Varsity. And that like made sense to me. Um, I, I mean, I s- still love the album. But um, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of unreleased songs. And they're bangers. <laughs> Some, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, when you make a song, do you kind of know, like, out of those, out of that group, like, which one's going to catch the most love? Yeah, well, the biggest part to me is just, like, you have to make stuff that, like, makes sense uh, and is cohesive. Mm-hmm. And so I love to experiment, and, like, I have all different types of songs, and... Um, I've kind of started to like produce for other people Um, and that's been really fun and like kind of helped me relieve that like 
desire. What was, what was the latest thing you posted with uh, with blanks? Yeah, was that a, yeah. was that a pretty uh, yeah that's yeah awesome. that was fun. Um, but yeah, so Fuzzy Brain was not conceptualized as an album, whereas this next one from the beginning is like I need to make these songs make sense together, um, which has been honestly more fun and I think it's just better but yeah yeah, we'll see I appreciate that you love your own album because I feel like I've I've heard a lot of people are like oh my first album there's no way Drake likes the Tusi slide there's no way (laughs) I'm going out like looking back you're like like, you know it was my first one I was young like I don't like it but like I appreciate that like you know you worked hard on it like obviously it's done well but really because I know people that are like oh I was so young when I did that but like I love like the one that he doesn't like. I like it, and so my friends are like, "Oh, like why don't you? Yeah, why don't you play that more?" And he's like, "I just like, didn't like it that, that era." For sure, yeah, it is strange. I I kind of view Fuzzy Brain like in that series where I was breaking down the songs. Like I just do things so differently now, um, and it's just weird because like songs really can just take a life of their own, and mm-hmm. so I don't really listen to any of Fuzzy Brain and like even think about it now as like something I made and so like can I call you tonight is weird because that song is like had like 10 different viral moments Mm -hmm. where like it keeps growing it's like in the top 10 in radio in Canada right now and I think like number three (laughs) or something like in the top five I'm pretty sure in the US Um, and it's like in the recording I'm 17 so like in the recording of the song, I'm like 17 years old, yeah. and so it's like, yeah, that's awesome, and I made it, but it's like, it's just weird, yeah. you know. It's like that's what I was. I'm not that person anymore. Yeah, I've grown so much. Yeah, I've learned a lot. And so it's really awesome. Like I'm not gonna complain or something. Yeah, like, I, I'm gonna have fun when I play it because yeah, it's just funny. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's, just it's funny. like when I play shows, it's like I'm in a. a cover band of like this high schooler's song you know so uh so have you ever been in public and like heard one of your songs or like like yeah. been in like a store or a restaurant or something like and heard one of them yeah that's really cool yeah. what was that like um uncomfortable really yeah yeah <laughs> why was that um it's i feel like people around me don't know what to do more like than the people myself. that, the people uh, that yeah. you're with and and the power's in their hands. Okay. So, like, with me, it's like, I can avoid it. Like, I've heard that song enough times, but, yeah. like, they're way more happy for me. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay. I don't want yeah. that. I don't like that kind of attention. Yeah. So. so you just rather just, like, you know, yeah. carry on conversation, like, yeah. not act like it's going so on. So don't mention like, yeah. the song. So, okay, we're at, whatever, we're at Taco Bell, comes on, <laughs> don't mention the song, or... Be like, oh, like the song's pretty good. Or Move on, talk or about. talk about it. You know what I mean? If those were your three options, we'll talk about it. Just <laughs> a bit. Okay, okay. Just like real quick, and then yeah. just like get back to your Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so you're still young, but you know, I would call you a professional. I would say that you've been around the block. Uh, you know, in your young age of of being a professional music creator. Uh, however you want to title it, not use an artist because I use that. Yeah. Uh, but what advice would you give, you know, high school Sloan that's making music from what you've learned along the way till now? What would you tell him? Um. Oh man, what I would tell <laughs> myself when I was younger. 
Um, I mean, I really don't mean this in like a boastful or like no, ego trip way, but like I, I seriously haven't like made any mistakes. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm not like someone you should have, oh, like, yeah. like I've had a pretty level head since then. But I think, let's say like my advice to people like Sloan in high school okay. um, is one, nobody knows what they're doing, uh, no matter who they are. Um, so, yeah, really at the end of the day, like, especially with art, it's like nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. Coolness isn't real. Um, and, yeah, just have fun. Cool. Just really make sure you're having fun, especially with something, like, that's a passion. It's like if you aren't having fun, you should stop um, because it's just so sad. Like, I think music should be fun always yeah. and like the per especially the artists performing and touring like should really be like stoked by what they're doing um because yeah i don't know i i just think it's about having fun yeah speaking about stoked and speaking about having fun can we um talk about the tour it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are we there? So I'm transitioning into like day glow and like what's going on. Okay, like okay, what's okay, happening. okay. First of all, you've got a band. You've got guys that play with you now. And I guess in yeah, the music those guys world, cool. that's your team. That's your team. Do y'all have fun? You know? We do, yeah. Are y'all best friends? <laughs> um, yes. Are y'all getting there? Okay, I think yeah. You have to say, you'll have to, you have to say they're, they're yeah, best friends. Yeah, we're, even if they're not. We're all very close. Besides, when y'all aren't like making music, like are y'all, what are y'all doing? Are y'all like hanging out and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Like hiking? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy I was talking about earlier, his name's Nori, he plays keys for me. Um, he's a good friend of mine. Um, the band has kind of changed shape a couple times, mm -hmm. just people in it, but everyone's been a friend and still is. So I want to give them shout outs right now. Yeah, since we're talking it. about nice. them. So throw your shout outs to the band. Okay. Because I also want to learn their names, but yeah. throw your shout outs as you see fit. So current lineup. Um, we'll start at the back of the stage. Brady Knippa. The, the Chicago Bulls. Like, yeah. yeah. Brady Knippa. He's on the, um, oh, what do people call him? The Skins. Yeah. He's, he's playing the drums. <laughs> the Skins. Um, <laughs> he is currently on a boat in Alaska. For the next five months, Stop. fishing. Uh, he's a fisherman. So, is that Brady, his job? Month yes. Fishing his job yes. Is a fisherman. He sold everything that he has and is. Uh, this is already the question. Yeah. So, is Brady, he practicing on the boat? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but, Brady, hope you're doing well. Um, <laughs> Did, he just leave? Did he just yeah. like, leave and say, hey, guys, see you? Well, Does Brady have Wi Fi? I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he He's on Instagram like once a week. I think they'll like come to shore and do stuff, but I'm pretty sure he's like watching VHS. Like that's his entertainment. So that is the wild um, strip. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm excited to see who the second guy in the, <laughs> the band is because that was already, yeah. already crazy. Yeah. He's, he's probably doing the most exciting thing. Um, Peyton, he's on the bass, um, slapping it. Yeah. Doing well. Um, he's in Midland right now. Okay. He is. He's working on a polo field. Um, Whoa. Training horses. Um, Dude, these people don't disappoint. He he doesn't have any previous experience with it, so I don't know how he got that job. That's so cool. um, and he's currently renovating a um, 
an airstream. So any listeners who want to give Peyton a donation um, to help fund his airstream, you can Venmo him at Peyton Harrington. Uh, I think it's just Peyton Harrington. Um, yeah, that, that should work. Um, and on the guitar, we've got Colin Crawford. Um, he is... Uh, currently at home with the coronavirus. Um, So, yeah. um, Look out for Colin's new future personal project called Colin's Music. Um, It's going to be great, catchy songs. You're going to love them. Um, And last but not least, we have Nori Swafford, Matthew Swafford, Kat Swafford, for those of you in Chicago. Big name guy. Um, yeah, he's he's lived many lives before the one that I know. Um, he's got those artists. Um, we were talking about David Bowie, the different artist things. Like the, the okay, keep going. Yeah, so uh, Nori is in Austin. He's doing well. He's moving out this month. Everybody wish him a, a safe move. Um, just moving into a new house. You can check out his band called Baby. Um, re- recently uh, released a single called Relax. But uh, Baby Relax. dear listener, you're going to have a hard time finding that song because when you type in Baby Relax on Spotify, there's a lot of other things that come up um, related to babies and relaxing music. So if you're going to want to find his music, this is what I've done in the past. So you're going to look up Baby Trouble and then you're going to go to songs and there's going to be a song called Baby Trouble by an artist named Baby. You're going to click on that. Go to the artist page, follow them so it's easier to get to. Latest single, Relax. It's great. <laughs> this is amazing. We'll find it. We'll find that. Yeah. Have you had a talk about how difficult the baby relaxing he made that to find a song? He, yes. Uh, he realized that's after. something that's kind of, is that hard to backtrack? And like um, yeah. Well, the thing was like, Baby is a great band name. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's all his thing and his friend Mackenzie and um, Raleigh and then there's another guy but that's the thing yeah baby wasn't taken so like oh my gosh we gotta do it but then there's probably a reason why it's kind of hard to find on the internet (laughs) but um, yeah there's just a lot of babies well, thanks for the the shout out, the, plug, mm. the plugs. Thanks too. for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, I'd love no, to I shout out my boys. Dude, they're with you, man. Absolutely. So this is a pretty big question, but like, what? How would you describe like this journey that you've been on from like you know, young Sloan to Sloan now? Like, what? Just and you can answer it very vaguely. But like, how's it been? It's been very vague. Yeah, I, I would say it's been very strange uh-huh. um, and exciting, and. Also, um, just the way it's been. Yeah, I have no idea. Sure. No, I, that's a great answer, actually. Yeah. Um, so you've signed with a label, correct? Uh, kind of, yeah. A it's, little. It's, it's kind of weird to explain. Okay. Um, so I am independent. So I have mm-hmm. my own label, basically, mm-hmm. um, which more to come in the future on that. Right. Um, but I'm signed to a distributor um, called AWOL, and they're awesome. Okay. Um, it's called Artists Without a Label. So. Oh, sweet. oh, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. So when you did, I don't know if there was a signing or papers or documents, yeah. but when it happened, did you have like a, you know, a little like get together, a party, yeah. friends, hang well, out? In like February, I think, 
I had a really crazy week where I was in, um, I flew to LA in really early in the morning and then had two meetings with major labels. Mm -hmm. And then um, the next morning flew to New York and for the next three days, like had three meetings a day with major labels. So I pretty much met like every label possible and kind of went through like all of those things. Um, But yeah, the, the, AWOL's just great. Every, everybody I've worked with has been really awesome. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess an interesting story. Um, when I did go to my most recent meeting um, with, um, with AWOL and the head of AWOL in L.A., um, we went to this, like, oh, what's it called? You know, like the Impossible Burger, like the vegan, like, alternative it was like the place that made it and so it was this whole like italian restaurant and everything was vegan and it was insane because it was so like indistinct like you couldn't tell yeah but it was like in a nice part of la where artists tend to be so like in between meetings i I just saw like a lot of people just walking around it's just weird because that happens in la but i went to this coffee shop just talking to my managers and like James Franco came and sat down like right beside oh my us. God. And um We love a good name drop. But so. yeah, at the at the restaurant, um there was quite a few people. Um so uh who all was there? It was like ASAP Rocky and like his clan, like like all of his friends. Um, like came in and sat like like the ASAP mob. It was all of them, literally. Like the entire like I'm not super familiar with like you're like, like hip hop. You're speaking his love language. Yeah, right now. like this stuff gets um, <laughs> But they like uh, all came in, and I was like, "What the heck?" And then, like, did they come in as like a like a squad? Like yeah, there's a they, lot they were, of them. There's, a, there's like six of like five. One of them died. Really. Yeah, but um. Of like they was it like their entire posse it was like forty guys? Yeah, like- they they snuck in and went to like a back room. Yeah. Um, but and then there was this other like actress. Just one of the situations was like, who is that? But she was in the office on one episode, like near the end, and that's what I knew her from. Yeah, but she awesome. was like at the table beside me, and so the whole time I was thinking like, who is that? Um, which is so crazy. Yeah. But um, and then when we were waiting for our Uber. Um, standing next to us was uh, who's like in who's like the most famous '90s rapper? Who was it? I mean, there's you've got, you've got Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. It it was um, like you, you've got Notorious B.I.G. Oh, well, is he he passed away? Yeah. Notorious has passed okay. away. It was a name like that. Um, who's still alive? That's relevant from then. I mean, was it Nas? It was, yes, yes, oh yes. Oh my that's who god, it was. he's literally the king of rap. Yeah. Like he he created. Yeah, yeah. So he was waiting. Ilmatic. for like a car, like while we were there. <laughs> and it sounds like I'm making up because I had yeah. no idea who he was. And so I was like, my manager was like, that oh, was like, Nas, and I was like, who? Like that's <laughs> but it's, it's just crazy. And like so wait, so know. there's there was this vegan restaurant yeah. that pretty much every Jared's relevant <laughs> every relevant rapper slash artist ever is at and just goes to on that night, I guess. Yeah. 
Wow, I was going to ask like eight questions during all of that. So I think we hit the watch your toes moment of the episode. But like if there's if you ever think about like, oh, like I also got to meet like blank, 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 yeah. you know, also just spit that out. Keep, um, keep in mind, I didn't meet any of these okay, people. Yeah, but like just, just like being presence. in their presence is also yeah. still a check. It was. But like you said, you're bringing people onto the podcast like because yeah. they're just people yeah. and like they just walked in and like. You just think like, oh, that's actually a person. I'm like, oh, wait a second, that's them. But you'd think your brain would process in a different way, like, oh, it's them. But it's like they're just people. Yeah, they seriously they're are. They're going to eat. They're like, the same hungry. order you have. Yeah. You know? well, yeah. like, okay. Well, let's. So it's um, crazy. If I was in the same place as Nas and the ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky clan, I would probably be going ballistic. Yeah. So my brain might be a little so bit I different. I got a follow-up question with like, you know, we're talking about these artists. My question is, what other artists have you gotten to meet? And out of some of those artists who have stuck out to you and have they given you any, you know, advice or words of wisdom or just like a pat on the back? Um... And they don't have to be big names. Like, you can just say, yeah. like, who, someone who's, like, really middle Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've gotten to meet a couple people in, like, short scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to do, like, a podcast interview conversation with Mac DeMarco, um, <laughs> who's been, like, a big uh, inspiration That's of mine. It. It's, like, weird. We have this mutual friend um, who, like, is, like, his best friend now or something. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, he was just really nice, and I've always valued, like, how just, like, normal of a person he was. Yeah. I mean, he's, like, just, like, really exciting and crazy, but um, I don't know. He just seems like he understands what he's doing. But, yeah, his advice to me mostly was just, like, nobody knows what they're doing. And so that was just reassuring to hear where it's, like, like, yeah, Yeah, because he, like, doesn't have social media and stuff. I was, like, how do you do that? Like, don't you have this, like, oh, and he's, like, kid, like, chill (laughs) out. Like, it's cool, so. He's he's a music video worth watching. Uh, Who? Mac DeMarco. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Some trippy stuff, but, like, I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I I have some names that I'm just going to throw out there. Um, Gus Dapperton. Yeah. Rex Orange County mm-hmm. and um, Tame Impala. Have you one got to meet slash maybe been in the presence of those people slash like those people? Yeah, I mean they're all great artists. Um, I haven't met any personally, but Gus Dapperton and I are on the same label um, and like kind of walk in the same crowd. So I'm sure eventually someday we'll cross paths. Wow. But I don't know if I'll ever cross paths with Kevin Parker. If that okay. happens, that will be my ASAP Rocky moment okay. for you. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. awesome. That's I'm awesome. glad. Yeah. Uh, and then playing off those, this is just a, like in a general sense of just like growing up, who's been you know a mentor or an influence to you, and you know something, if they have had, if they have said something, what was it that has like helped you and stuck to you to this day? Um. I don't know. I mean, I had I have just really great managers, and um, really everyone I'm working with is just very like human and just mm-hmm. like really focused on like making sure like everything's just like not just strictly like financial like business minded. Yeah, because a lot of the music industry is. I mean, like a lot. Um, it's pretty disappointing. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that's another rabbit hole. Yeah, it's tackle. it's crazy. You just don't realize. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I think 
my managers are just great, um, and they just give me good advice pretty often. They're just very like uh, long-term minded, and they cool. Yeah, just encourage me to think about long-term stuff, and they, and they push me in choices and directions that will benefit me uh, long-term, which yeah. is great. That's awesome because I I mean there are plenty of managerial disasters. And yeah, well they they've managed um, Young the Giant since they were. Uh, I think younger than me. So like they started in college and they like discovered them. them Um, Yeah, they like discovered them when they were all in um, college and they've just been like, just great. Um, Yeah, just great. But they're just a band that I have always respected and like really admired like how they've stayed relevant. Yeah. And that's, you know, a lot to my manager's uh, favor, so. Heck yeah. I've got a question about okay we said parker from tame and but if there was one person this is kind of like besides him if there was one person on this earth that you would like like to have lunch with who would it be is this a dead or alive question we can go both we can go both yeah i'll think alive okay um we can go both yeah doesn't matter um fred armison Oh yeah! Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, I was literally we my my roommates and I have been on a and he's not the main but uh, the what's up with that SNL skit where is he actually playing sax? In that? He's a he's a musician. I don't so know. So he he's a he drummer. has to be because I don't know if you know know about the skit. Keenan Thompson. It's like a talk show and mm-hmm. they have like three guests mm-hmm. and uh, the whole point of the talk show is you know in the middle of of this talk show he comes out. Say like you're saying something, you know, wise, and in the middle of it, he starts breaking out to like a song and interrupts him every single time. But when he starts breaking out <laughs> the song, a whole like entourage of people come out, and you should be donkey. You should be on this. Portlandia. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, Portlandia. yeah. Big uh, port. Okay, Portlandia. Portlandia. What's up with that YouTube? What's oh. up with that? But Fred Armiston and, and like Jason Sudeikis and a bunch of people will pop out, and Fred Armiston's on the saxophone playing. And I'm like looking at him, and I'm like, I don't know if he, because you know, sometimes like on skits, they're just like acting. Well, this man's like actually like on the sax doing stuff, and I'm like, I think he's actually playing an instrument, and like it's great. And so I don't tell me whenever you got that up, but why, why, Fred Armiston? I don't know. I'm interested like to see what he's like in real life. Okay. I think he's really funny, and mm-hmm. I think I have a similar type of humor as him. Okay. But I don't know. I just, I'm curious, like, what his actual self is. Because he always is just, like, imitating other people. You think that's kind of, like, part of his persona, though, is to, like, the way you're questioning it right now. Yeah. How is he? Like, you think he's kind of playing into it? He's like, I bet I have a lot of people, like, on their toes, like, have really have no idea, like, what I'm, who I am, really. Yeah. Other than, like, these characters I play. Because now I've honestly haven't thought about him in that. And like, yeah. now that you say that, I'm like, yeah. I don't think I've ever like, heard like an interview or like heard him speak other mm-hmm. than being like another character. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Donkey, you think you could pull some strings on that one? Uh, okay. Your first live show. Well, okay. Then I'm asking my question first. <laughs> where, where did the name Dayglow come from? Came from a song what? called, called Dayglow. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, one next question. <laughs> next, all right. Next question. I'm kidding. Um, and you were just like, yes, like I want this to be my like 
artist name. Yeah. Using I, the term artist kind of don't really know. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to like be like Sloan Struble because mm-hmm. one is didn't really think it fit and you like cool I, name, I wanted it thank you yeah but I just didn't want that to be like the thing because mm-hmm. I wanted it to feel like a band like be kind of confusing yeah and just not have like this thing to my name um but yeah I just liked how Dayglow sounded I didn't mm-hmm. want to overthink or have like a story really to the it's band name or something it, man. Like it just, it, yeah I, I do think like especially like when you read words like some words just like stick out like the way they look I see Dayglow and I'm like that's cool. It sounds fun. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to like that music before I even like click on that name. Yeah. And I, yeah, the rest, but well, thank you. Uh, um, you want to hear a quick funny story uh, about Dayglow? So I tell my, <laughs> I tell my parents that, Hey, going up to Austin's weekend, we're going to interview, um, Sloan. He goes by the artist named Dayglow. And my mom looks at me and she's like, Oh, where are you going to do it? And I said, Fletcher's house. And, she go and then she goes, do Mr. and Mrs. Lowen know that you're inviting a rapper over? And I said, mom, what? And she was like, you know, like they're going to come with like a, a posse and stuff like that. And I was like, Dago isn't a rapper. I don't know. You might be. Um, but, and so I thought that was a very funny story about especially the name. Knowing his That's mom. That's good to know. That's yeah. Great. yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, so shout uh, out mom. So my question was like the first time that you played a live set. Take us back to the moment, the time, the setting, where it was, the feeling. Um, yeah, so live music, I really just like did a lot of just like worship stuff. Yeah, so through high school and I was just used to like playing music, but Day Glow, mm-hmm. my first Day Glow show, um, I, I had just released Can I Call You Tonight as a single um, in February of 2018. Mm-hmm. So as a C junior in high school. Um, and yeah, I, I had like just released it and um, I put together like a group of friends like didn't I don't know. Like the guy who's playing bass, like kind of knew how to play guitar. Okay. And so he did it. And then my friend who played keys was like just my friend. I just taught him how to play the songs. And it was just like kind of a show, but like not really, but it was fun. I mean, you, you put it together. Like at yeah. the end, like it happened. You, you did yeah. it. Like you got through it. Yeah. And then I did a lot of shows in Austin um, once I moved here, just like backyard shows and stuff like that. Um, just with tracks, so it was just me and my guitar and like a keyboard that I would press and play all the other parts. Cool, that's freaking sick. That kind of reminds me of a. It was just like a, his Shaky Gray's music video. Yeah, I'm just sitting on like his tambourine or, or like his, yeah, and just like kick drumming it and yeah, while he's sure. playing. I ran into that guy at a gas station once too. Nice. And he was like looking at me. He was looking at me. It was. It was. My girlfriend and I were waiting for a cheeseburger at Hrushka's, the gas station on a, on six. I was six on the way here from Houston, and I think he was coming out of the bathroom and he was leaving. And he probably thought you were Channing Tatum. <laughs> and I was looking at him. He's kind of looking at me, and I'd like to hear his side of the story. But he left, and he like he had like sporadic like tattoos on his arm. And I was like, that guy looks so familiar. And I think he's had different looks 
throughout his career. And so I looked up at, like pictures of him and I was like, yes, like that was shaky grace. DM him on Instagram. Uh, a few hours later, he was like, yeah, man, that was me. You look pretty spooked. <laughs> and I was like, well, I appreciate, like, appreciate the, uh, I was like, dang, I, I wish I would have said, hey, uh, see you at the gas station next time or something. <laughs> Some like that. Crazy story. Um, all right, I'm going to transition to uh, some, a few fan questions. Okay. Right. Um, let's, let's hear it. This first one is actually one of my roommates who actually slapped some bass. Okay. Uh, so at, I'm going to call him by his Instagram. His name's Joe, but at Joe Bomba. Uh, what's your favorite venue you've performed at or top three? And then he also added this on, do lyrics or melody come first? Hey, Joe. Um, <laughs> my favorite show I've ever played um, was at the Bowery. Wait, no, not Bowery. Um, Barland Ballroom um, in Glasgow. Um, it, was, it was really cool. It was probably my favorite city I've ever been in. Um, it was just really fun. Um, and the venue itself was an old... Uh, roller skating rink on the fourth floor of this like place downtown which was a nightmare loading in um, because we weren't traveling really with the crew and when you're a support act you uh, have to get your stuff on stage quick and off stage quick um, because the next person needs to go and they have to go and so that was hard to go up and down the stairs we were already pretty tired no elevator um no elevator, no. It was a very old building. Um, but all in all, greatest crowd for sure. That was really fun. There's some of that performance online, um, I believe. So we'll have to throw it up. Um, Put it over this clip. Yes, yeah. Um, Are we going to go back? Is that a place you want to go back in the future? Oh, yeah, it? I'll for sure go back. Have um, this time? Did you say you Yeah, well, I was supposed to. Um, but, you know, there's yeah. a virus going around. Yeah, so. Um, but... Yeah, that was really fun. And the lyrics or melody come first. Uh, usually melody. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Plain and simple. Cool. Uh, Hold on, I've got a question yeah. that just came up during that. When it comes to the crowd, this is a pretty big question. When it comes to the crowd, like, can you, one, like, what are you, are you looking at the crowd, like, slash, like, identifying people's faces? <laughs> and can you hear, and not really, like, hear the crowd, but can you, are you, like, when you're singing, you're up there and you're playing. Like, are you, are you thinking? Are you like actively like thinking about the crowd, or are you like actively thinking about like singing the the lyrics? Are you like, or are you just like, you know, like I don't know how to describe that, but um, yeah. Well, so actually in Glasgow, that was the first show where I like was like, I completely forgot I was even like singing the songs and stuff. So it was really fun. Um, it's probably something you can't really describe. Yeah, it was weird because I remembered in the moment, I was like, I don't even have to think about what I'm doing. So I just like kind of let go. Um, That was really fun. Um, But yes, you do notice faces. Okay. Um, It's, I I definitely try to be like as personal as possible. And like, yeah, the lights, like it's pretty easy. So like, there'll be times where I'm like, did you see that person? I was like, yeah. And like, anytime I know someone there, I can find them. Oh, you know? really? Yeah. Especially like in that crowd full of like unfamiliar, like the one familiar. Is yeah. Like, so yeah. do you have, we actually kind of went over this again, you don't have to drop names, but do you, have, do you have like a super fan that like follows you around that's always in the front? Like, have you recognized somebody that you've been like, oh, oh this really? is your third time 
front dead center. Um, you know what I mean? I unfortunately haven't toured long enough, but okay. yes, yeah, there's been people who have like traveled with us and like gone to multiple shows in different cities and stuff, and that's just really cool, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just crazy. Um, and I, I have seen people, I'm like, oh, you're blah, blah, blah from this. And so it's really awesome just like getting to meet these people, you know? Um, yeah. All right, this next question is at Andrew Reitmeyer, who is our research guy as well. Uh, his question is, his question is, is there a Tame and Paula and Daglo collab in the future? Andrew, um, <laughs> yeah, so I wish. I cannot confirm or deny, but I wish. Stay optimistic. Can you, can yeah. you pull some strings for that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This next question is from uh, Abigail Smith. Okay. Does mask kissing count as real kissing? Hey, Abigail. Um, no. <laughs> okay. Jared, do you have a rebuttal? My rebuttal is what does it count as then? <laughs> we can go to the instant replay. Um, but what, so is it just rubbing? You know? I don't know. Is it sanitary? I mean, I didn't ask this question. Yeah, well, you probably, right? No, but kissing isn't sanitary. Kind of, I mean, so I don't think it's kissing. I mean, it depends who you ask, and it depends who it's with. Abigail DMS, your answer. Yeah. Uh, this last one, how do you say Megan's last name? Wachholz. At Megan Wachholz. Uh, what is your dream festival and or venue to play at? Megan, good question. Um, my dream festival, um, oh man, this is kind of hard. I was going to play a lot of festivals this year that were going to be part of my dream. Oh. Um, I don't know if I can really talk about it because I'm not... Yeah. On like uh, the lineups or anything um, for the future, but um, Lollapalooza would be great um, to play. I love Chicago. Um, there's like also other Lollapaloozas, so like in Argentina. Um, I'm really excited to play like in Mexico. Um, there's lots of different festivals that'll be like in Mexico City. I think there's one. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Um, but that'll be really exciting. Um, Fuji Fest would be awesome. Um, that is in Tokyo. Um, and I mean, obviously, like, uh, what's it called? Coachella. I mean, yeah. that, that'd just be funny. Coachella. That'd be funny. All American right here. Coachella. Yeah. Uh, and then I myself had a question, which is going to play into like the future. Uh, so besides continuing to make music, what are other goals of yours that you want to accomplish in your lifetime? And this may play into like the more production side where you've started to do that more, but is there something yeah. in music or out of music that, you know, you do want to achieve? I think in music, yeah, I just like to stay creative and like figure out ways that I can do that and help other people. That'd be really fun to like write mu music for movies. Um, I've, I've always yeah, been attracted to that idea, like, you know, like being on a soundtrack or something. So yeah. that'd be really cool. Um, I, 
I think it'd be funny to like be in a movie. I'd like to act someday. A little cameo. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd like to be a recognizable enough artist eventually to like mm. be in an SNL skit. You okay, know, like you play on SNL yeah. and you're in the skit. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, other than like career aspirations, I just I'd like to be known as a nice person and like approachable so you're doing well um, that, I, think. I think twitter Thank agrees you. with that twitter loves you by the way yeah we tried well, thanks twitter <laughs> yeah we were gonna ask if you knew what your uh what twitter your clout yeah your twitter clout if it was good or bad i don't know if your you twitter, twitter clout is I, phenomenal i'm gonna be totally honest um i don't even have twitter that, i don't like that's what i was expecting yeah it's okay yeah um, we, we like to Give your name, like a search, any of our guests a search on Twitter and just like, really? It just tags. I'll like need to look name. at it today. Yeah. Um, it says there, there's Jerry a few. Was just trying to find, and he was like, um, can't find what, anything bad. He's awesome. One of the yeah. best tweets that I saw was it was a it was a screenshot, and it said, tag albums that have no bad songs, and Fuzzy wow. Brain was it was like one it had like whatever thousands of retweets and stuff wow um there was also another one and an a not an angry fan but maybe like a curious fan that is yeah. um prodding for more new music which is yeah normal i'm i'm one of those fans yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to put some some stuff out so yeah th- we're we're starting to wrap up uh just talking about the future playing off that but you're currently here on the podcast with us for more recent in the future, what is like? What are you doing after this? I'm not asking that. Hang on, I just want to know. Like, Directly <laughs> after this, I, I'm just asking like, what you're what's your, how's your day look? Um, this? I don't know. Get some lunch, head home, mm-hmm. probably play some Breath of the Wild on the Switch. Oh yeah. Oh, big Switch guy over here. Um, how good are you at Smash? I don't play. Okay, Mm-mm. that was what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, do you, what what other games do you play? Um, or is it just? I had a small moment where I was playing Skyrim, but um, no longer. That is just that is pathetic of me. Um, I I can't do that. But Breath of the Wild is cool. You gotta respect. Have you have you himself. have yeah. you completed um, Breath of the Wild yet? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so I, you, I'm I've recently got the DLC and just like doing all that. Do I need to get the DLC? It's pretty cool. Okay. There's some cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. Ancient uh, horse gear. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so cool. So the, you hear the five-year plan, but I'm not going to ask you about the five-year plan. I'm going to ask you about the five-month plan. Okay. <laughs> How the next five months look. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I have no idea, um, unfortunately. Um, Obviously, we're in a time where there's not much direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was going to be like the busiest year of my life. Um, So it's really kind of just funny that like it was the complete opposite. I mean, in in just different ways. Um, I mean, I'm still like productive and like doing a lot of stuff. But in these five months, there'll be some new music out and um, moving in a a new direction. And um, yeah, just hopefully things clear up more and I can start to tour. So yeah. We want you to come on tour, man. Are you gonna Are stuff. you gonna have any shows in Houston? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's go. <sighs> okay, we're there. Uh, and then this is like off music. Like, what do you do in your off time outside of music? Like, I mean, you just said, like, Breath you know, of the Wild, playing playing that. But yeah, yeah. Like, what are some 
maybe I know you've said hiking. Yeah, um, yeah, I love to hike. Um, I like to camp um, when I can. Um, I love to swim. Lately, that's just been kind of hard because all the water's so low in Austin mm-hmm. and Barton Springs is closed. Why? Have you jumped off know. the bridge at Ladybird Lake? Um, Do you know that bridge I, thing that I'm talking about? I go about? right by it all the time, but I haven't. No. Oh, okay. Never cross your mind to jump off. <laughs> no, there's a rope swing right by it mm-hmm. that I go to. Um, but uh, swimming and like hiking, do you find those as like a, kind of like a release? Yeah, just yeah. To it's kind just of like, like ease of mind. Or yeah, I don't really think about much. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like to just be with friends. I love to cook. I have been yeah. cooking a lot. Meal of choice if you're cooking. What? what? Uh, just breakfast. Great, great yeah. meal. I make. I'll make an avocado toast with an over easy egg every morning. Yeah, it's like a, it's routine based. Post it on your like, Pinterest. I'll, I'll yeah. Like uh, well, I mean, as far as that, we're wrapping up. I literally this called the wrap up. Um, I guess like I had a the story I do want to tell Sloan is when we reach out to him. This is a great story. Him. So we've got some stuff to clear up. We, yeah, we're. I was one digit off. We we got time. two things. Yeah, two things. I have I have a contact as Sloan Struble parentheses, not actually Sloan Struble, and then I have the real Sloan Struble. And so the first one, the first Sloan that I texted, uh, wasn't aware that it was the wrong number at first. So I threw, like gave you the pitch, the proposal. You know, here I am, just to show you like I'm a real person. Here's a podcast, and and three separate texts. The sequence went. You got the right idea. And that was like on my lock screen. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he texted me back. You got the right idea. And I was like, where's this going? Open it up. Next, te- next te- uh, text. You got the wrong bitch, though. <laughs> and I'm like puzzled right now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he goes, this ain't Sloan. Sorry, bro. <laughs> and that was it. And I was like, man, I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, sorry about that. And then I asked him if he wanted a hoodie. Wow. And he was like, I don't really listen to podcasts. What do y'all do? And I pitch it to him and then he just texted me back. So that was that was my initial uh, I guess our, our first meet was wow. was your alias. Uh, and so yeah, that I was like triggered and then uh, I figured it out and then you got back to me and I was like, I think this is a real guy. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And like we were even like talking a day like before y'all got here, we were like, what if this is still a ploy? No, but thank you for, for being here. For sure. Um, Thanks for having me. Do you have any questions for us? Do you want to blast Wait, us? Wait, hold on. I've got, I've got two things. Um, need to, um, would be very interested to do with like a little carpool karaoke thing with us three I think that would be great also if you have like a for example if you have like a goal that you have um, if you get it I'll be your number one fan and I'll tattoo something of you maybe day glow on my body for example if one of your songs on your upcoming album or something like that goes like platinum maybe the bar might be too low for that I feel like you could do it but maybe like triple platinum I'll get like a day glow tattoo on me just wanted to put that out there (laughs) So whatever you think, if you're serious. Any being other... well, completely oh, yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, I'm serious. I'm, I'm being you serious. Put day glow on your body. Yeah. What? Well, it's cool. You got a cool yeah, logo. Yeah. I'm being serious. 
100%. Yeah, <laughs> I will vouch for it. Voodoo. So if you, well, I'm what, excited. Okay. What, whatever <laughs> Dude, you, let's go. Whatever you think. I'm, I'm all in on whatever, it. Too. Whatever you think, like, yeah. oh, if this album is whatever, number one in the US, or if this is, this is something, whatever the goal, your like, goal is, we will support by tattooing yeah. you on my body. Yeah, this podcast is. Um, you don't have to come up with the idea, the answer right now. No, let's do it. Um, <laughs> make sure it's a little bit of a push. Be- yeah. Because I believe in you. And so. Um, let's see. If the... <laughs> Tucker, are you doing this too? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, if the l- second single... Um, that, that I release for the upcoming record okay. gets top five in the first week. In the world, US, in the just top five? US. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, that's kind of soon. <laughs> No, I love it. I love this set. Okay, okay, fine. I'm like, we have it right here. Like, let's go. Uh, okay, dude. Do, do you have any other... Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> are, you, are, we, are we in on that? Are you in on that? Yeah, you probably talk about it. Okay, <laughs> deal. So, not the first, not the first, but the second? Is the second one a banger? Do you already know it's going to be? Dude, you will let us know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you will let us know. Yeah. All right. Do you have any questions for us? And it could be going off that, but any questions you want to blast us with, give you the opportunity to take the mic, even though you've had you one could the give some shout time. outs. You could, but yeah, yeah then, um, then following that shout outs, anybody, everybody. Um, I already shouted out the band. Um, I don't know. I mean, shout out to my parents. They're on a flight right now to Aspen. Just wishing them safe travels. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm good. It's been, it's been a, yeah, it's been a fun time, though. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, absolutely. And then anything, I mean, you said next five months, some new music, some fans, be looking out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we get back on tours, start going out, doing a, going back to L.A., maybe run to Fred Armisen there. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Jared... Do you have a sign-off? Do you have anything Man, else that's Thanks for lingering? coming, Sloan. Yeah. This is awesome. Yes. It's so much fun. Yeah. This is great. This Appreciate is you a lot. Um, all right. That's it. Awesome. Thanks, Sloan. Yes, thank you. Not like-